Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. I'm Rich Strafalino. Facebook announced several new services and changes for WhatsApp. The messaging platform is rolling out in-chat shopping, letting merchants link to products and services with the option to buy without leaving the interface. Merchants will also be able to add a buy button to other online locations, which will take users to a WhatsApp chat to complete the purchase. The company also announced plans to launch Facebook hosting services aimed at small and medium businesses using WhatsApp Business API that will let them use Facebook's own secure hosting infrastructure for free. Facebook promised more details as this gets closer to launch. Finally, the company announced that it was looking at ways to charge WhatsApp business users for messaging services, although provided no other specifics. WhatsApp for Business has been a free service up until now, although Facebook began charging to send things like boarding passes or e-commerce receipts to a customer. Facebook said users will always be able to send messages to a business for free. Huawei announced the Mate 40 Pro, the first phone powered by its 5-nanometer Kirin 9000 chipset with an integrated 5G modem and a 24-core Mali G78 GPU. Huawei claims 10% better CPU performance and 52% better graphics than the Qualcomm Snapdragon 865+. The phone offers the same 50-megapixel main camera as the Huawei P40 Pro, but includes an improved XD Fusion engine for real-time HDR video processing. The 40 Pro also supports 66-watt fast charging and runs Android 10-based EMUI 11. This ships in Europe on November 13th for €1,199. Huawei also announced the Mate 40 Pro Plus with 12GB of RAM and a longer zoom range on the rear camera, as well as the standard Mate 40 with a smaller screen than the Pro, a less powerful Kirin 9000E chipset, and a smaller battery with 40 watt charging. No shipment dates for either of those two, but the Mate 40 will cost €899. Google added a new price insight tool to Google Shopping, letting users see the average and range of prices for a search product across the web. It also lets users track prices for specific products and receive a price decrease notification. Google Shopping will also display delivery, curbside, and in-store collection notifications, letting you place orders and pick up items while in the app. Ubisoft is merging Uplay and Ubisoft Club into a single hub for in-game services called Ubisoft Connect starting October 29th with the launch of Watchdog Legion. Ubisoft plans to make cross-platform progression and cross-play available on most of its games. Ubisoft Connect will launch on PC, Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch, and come to Xbox Series X and S and the PlayStation 5 later. It'll also come to Stadia, NVIDIA GeForce Now, and Amazon Luna later this year. Lyft announced it will soon start rolling out support for paying and splitting fares using Venmo. Fares will be split in the Venmo app, with one payment then being sent to the Lyft app. Lyft expects to roll out the feature across its network in the next few weeks. Uber has offered Lyft payments since 2018. CNBC reports that JPMorgan Chase plans to roll out QuickAccept, a new fintech service for merchant payments. Payments are made in an app or through a contactless reader, with no additional fees to receive funds the same day, although transaction fees would still apply. JPMorgan plans to migrate a large portion of its 3 million small business customers into a new Chase Business Complete banking offering that includes QuickAccept. The company piloted QuickAccept in Utah earlier this year. Quibi's Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman confirmed they plan to shut down the streaming service and are looking to sell off its content and technology assets. In the post announcing the shutdown, they said that the timing of Quibi's launch and overall lack of strength in the short-form video idea as reasons for the service not succeeding. Facebook says it's expanded its Facebook dating service to Europe, now available in 52 countries. 
The company also said it's working on a way for users who have matched on the service to have a video chat. Snap's Managing Director of International Markets, Nana Murugasan, said that in Q3, Snapchat has seen almost 150% year-on-year daily active user growth in India. This comes as Snap has localized its app for nine Indian languages and created an India-specific version of its Discover tab. The company also announced a slate of original content for India, with partnerships with the entertainment firm Only Much Louder, comedy venture Weird Ass Comedy, and digital media firm Quickie, as well as producing a Hindi version of its original show, Phone Swap. Snap says that 40 million unique viewers in India have watched a show on Snapchat in the past year. The analysts at Canalys report that in Q3, the Indian smartphone market has set a new record for shipments, up 8% in the year to 50 million units. Xiaomi remains the market leader, growing shipments 9% to 13.1 million. Samsung jumped back into number two with 10.2 million units on 7% growth. Vivo grew shipments 19%, but barely held on to the number three spot with 8.8 million units, just ahead of Realme with 8.7 million. Dropbox Family Plan is now available globally. The new plan gives up to six users access to one interface, a shared space called Family Room, two terabytes of shared storage, and all the features of a Plus account for $19.99 a month. Subscribers who pay for a full year up front will only pay $203.88 a year, or $17 a month. Porsche announced that its all-electric Taycan SUV is the first vehicle to get full Apple Podcast integration. This allows owners to view and download shows directly from the car's infotainment system using the onboard 4G connection, with content synced to all other devices on the same Apple ID. The Taycan received Apple Music integration last year, and now also supports Apple Music's Lyric feature on the passenger-facing display. And finally, earlier this year, Google announced that it would shut down Google Play Music as it transitioned users over to YouTube Music. The company has now started to roll out that shutdown across the web and mobile apps. Users will now be presented with a button to transfer content to YouTube Music and to manage your data. This button will let users download or delete their music library, as well as delete their recommendation history. Good night, sweet prince. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.